part twenty four of a collection of stories reviews and essays by willa siebert cather this librivox recording is in the public domain part twenty four harold frederick the market-place harold frederick a dollar fifty new york f a stokes and company pittsburgh j r weldon and company unusual interest is attached to the posthumous work of that great man whose career ended so prematurely and so tragically the story is a study in the ethics and purposes of money-getting in the romantic element in modern business in it finance is presented not as being merely the province of shrewdness or greediness or petty personal gratification but of great projects of great brain battles a field for the exercising of talent daring imagination appealing to the strength of a strong man filling the same place in men's lives that was once filled by the incentives of war kindling in man the desire for the leadership of men the hero of the story joel thorpe is one of those men huge of body keen of brain with cast-iron nerves as sound a heart as most men and a magnificent capacity for bluff he has lived and risked and lost in a dozen countries been almost within reach of fortune a dozen times and always missed her until finally in london by promoting a great rubber syndicate he becomes a multimillionaire he marries the most beautiful and one of the most impecunious peeresses in england and retires to his country estate there as a gentleman of leisure he loses his motive in life loses power for lack of opportunity and grows less commanding even in the eyes of his wife who misses the uncompromising barbaric strength which took her by storm and won her finally he evolves a gigantic philanthropic scheme of spending his money as laboriously as he made it mr frederick says napoleon was the greatest man of his age one of the greatest men of all ages not only in war but in a hundred other ways he spent the last six years of his life at st helena in excellent health with companions that he talked freely to and in all the extraordinarily copious reports of his conversations there we don't get a single sentence worth repeating the greatness had entirely evaporated from him the moment he was put on an island where he had nothing to do it is very fitting that mr frederick's last book should be in praise of action the thing that makes the world go round of force however misspent which is the sum of life as distinguished from the inertia of death in the forty-odd years of his life he wrote almost as many pages as balzac most of it mere newspaper copy it is true read and forgotten but all of it vigorous and with the stamp of a strong man upon it and he played just as hard as he worked alas it was the play that killed him the young artist who illustrated the story gave to the pictures of joel thorpe very much the look of harold frederick himself and they might almost stand for his portraits i fancy the young man did not select his model carelessly 
in this big burly adventurer who took fortune and women by storm who bluffed the world by his prowess and fought his way to the front with battle-axe blows there is a great deal of harold frederick the soldier of fortune the utica milk-boy who fought his way from the petty slavery of a provincial newspaper to the foremost ranks of the journalists of the world and on into literature into literature worth the writing the man won his place in england much as his hero won his by defiance by strong shoulder-blows by his self-sufficiency and inexhaustible strength and when he finished his book he did not know that his end would be so much less glorious than his hero's that it would be his portion not to fall manfully in the thick of the combat and the press of battle but to die poisoned in the tent of crisis for who could foresee a tragedy so needless so blind so brutal in its lack of dignity or know that such strength could perish through such insidious weakness that so great a man could be stung to death by a mania born in little minds in point of execution and literary excellence both the market-place and gloria mundi are vastly inferior to the damnation of theron ware or that exquisite london idol march hares the first two hundred pages of theron ware are as good as anything in american fiction much better than most of it they are not so much the work of a literary artist as of a vigorous thinker a man of strong opinions and an intimate and comprehensive knowledge of men the whole work despite its irregularities and indifference to form is full of brain stuff the kind of active healthful masterful intellect that some men put into politics some into science and a few a very few into literature both gloria mundi and the market-place bear unmistakable evidences of the slack rein and the hasty hand both of them contain considerable padding the stamp of the space-writer they are imperfectly developed and are not packed with ideas like his earlier novels their excellence is in flashes it is not the searching evenly distributed light which permeates his more careful work there were as we know too well good reasons why mr frederick should work hastily he needed a large income and he worked heroically writing many thousands of words a day to obtain it from the experience of the ages we have learned to expect to find coupled with great strength a proportionate weakness and usually it devours the greater part as the seven lean kind devoured the seven fat in pharaoh's vision achilles was a god in all his nobler parts but his feet were of the earth and to the earth they held him down and he died stung by an arrow in the heel pittsburgh leader june tenth eighteen ninety nine end of part twenty four